I'm John, and tonight I want answers about Burning Man. There's no stopping us now, because we're live. John wants answers. John wants answers. Give John answers. John wants answers. Give John answers now. Check your calendar. If it says September 13th, 2012, then we're live. My guest tonight is Daniel Kotke. Hi, Daniel. Hey, John. Thanks for coming on the show. Yes. He's been going to Burning Man for 15 years, starting in 1996. Almost an old timer. Almost? Yes. <laughs> if you've never seen the show before, and you this is like a courtroom drama. I'm the prosecutor. <laughs> My guest is an expert witness. And you at home and in the audience are the jury. It's your job to oh. convict or acquit the topics. Mm. We'll be taking your tweets. So during the show, as we're talking, if you have any questions about Burning Man, then you can tweet us at John Wants Answer. There's no S on the end, because that S is for suck. And we don't. <laughs> um, we have a Twitter contest. Be the first person to tweet and say you want a headshot, and I'll autograph this headshot for you and send it in the mail. No prisoners. Complete with QR code. Yes. Um, Rachel, if you're watching, you won last month, but I haven't got your address yet, so please send me your address so I can mail this to you. And, and I already made one for you, Daniel. You don't have to compete, because you've already won your own headshot. For wow. Suitable for framing. Go to JohnWantsAnswers.com to see all our other episodes. And like us on Facebook. Go to Facebook and click like. Look for John Wants Answers. Now, we're at 98 likes today. So we're really close to 100. So I really want this episode to push us over the edge over to 100 the likes. Then I'll know people finally like me after a couple of years of doing this. Uh, special thanks to our executive producers of the show. Lisa Tamaki, and Brain Westbefall. You have executive producers? No fair. This, this show is, you know, highfalutin. Getting higher all the time. <laughs> uh, finally, my favorite quote, not the best quote, my favorite quote for the show, review, I can't believe I'm watching this. <laughs> Wake me up. Okay, so now, our first topic, Burning Man! Wow, that was good. We had a guy come in one time and do it, and then we just play it back every time. Oh, I like it. So, Burning Man. My impression of Burning Man is it's a bunch of hippies on LSD in the desert. Incorrect. Am I wrong? I'm in incorrect. Yes. Okay. Uh, how would you describe Burning Man in one and a half sentences? Hard to do, really hard to do, but it's, um, it's not about the desert, it's not about hippies, it's not about drugs, really. It's really about art. It's I'm about, being, it's being told you already passed one and a half sentences, but, but go on. But I'm sorry. It's, ra go on. it's about radical creativity. That's really what it's about, I so would it's, say. So it's artists and creativity. Artists running wild out in the desert. Are and they on fire? 
Some of them are, actually. <laughs> yeah. And that's always entertaining. Uh, you know, my personal story is I love to camp, but I don't even like the desert. And I resisted going to Burning Man for years. I knew about it. I used to go to the planning meetings, but I did not want to go to the desert. You would plan it, but not go well, to Well, the it. planning meetings were always lots of fun up in the city. Uh -huh. And then finally, 1996, my friend Jim Thompson just like grabbed me and said, come on, we're going. And I got out there and suddenly realized it's not even about the desert. It's about having a giant playpen where you can do anything you want. Um, now, you know, 1996 was the last year for the shooting range. They had a shooting range. It was uh, the last year before they had the perimeter fence. So there was a lot of just like jumping in your car and taking off at high speed. Mm -hmm. But that's dangerous because often the dust is so bad you can't, nobody can drive yeah. fast anymore. So it's not dangerous at Burning Man anymore. Not anymore. That's right because there are layers of rules now. Is it a lot different now from when you first started going in 96? Well, yeah, because now it's 60,000 people, and so... What was it when, in 96? 5,000. Oh, so that sounds manageable. Um, it has scaled very well. I think everyone would agree. Uh, and, and people talk that it's, that it's commercial now, but really, no, it's, it's scaled very well. And the art is still over the top. It is, it is so really, the, here's the one word, you, the mm -hmm. one, no, the one sentence description you want. Okay. It is the best art gallery in our local galactic group. Our galactic group. Yes. <laughs> it's, way, it's, it's way better than anything else in the solar system. I don't know, that Curiosity has found some interesting rock formations. That's yes, great. that's right. And some of them may show up at Burning Man, I suppose. Okay, so um, let's figure this out. So you, <laughs> you drive out into the desert. Yeah. And I've seen pictures. It's like a big, flat desert. Really big. Really 30 big. Mile, 30 mile. Expansive desert. And what, do you just like pitch a tent somewhere? Yeah. So you get there, you pitch a tent. And how long do you stay in the tent for? How long is Burning Man? A week? Yeah, it's for a week, and, and mm -hmm. people start arriving to set up the city months in advance. And this, ever since it first, you know, the first few years it was in San Francisco, and then they got kicked out of San Francisco, so then they... Where in San Francisco were they doing It started this? on Baker Beach, out on the beach. Oh, so that's pretty small. So you just pitched tents on the beach? No, 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 no. In, in 80, it started in 1986. Larry Harvey got a few friends. They, mm -hmm. Larry was depressed that year. He knew enough paleo-anthropology. He wanted to burn a, an effigy of a man because his girlfriend dumped him. <laughs> okay, you can kind uh, of imagine okay. how that would happen. Right, so right. Mm -hmm. it, it was just like an effigy of a man, but it wasn't huge. But it was so much fun. The minute they lit it on fire, they decided to do it again the next year. And then it got bigger and bigger. And after about two or three years, all of a sudden, the Coast Guard and the Golden Gate mm -hmm. recreation cops were coming down on them. And it they, became a real event instead of just some friends. Yeah, so, they, so then they were starting to look around for another place to do it, and they ended up on the Black Rock Desert. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it was 10 years into the project by the time I got there. So by then it had grown to 5,000 people, but it was already quite organized. They had a giant circular layout. So tell me about, about the city thing, because you don't just pitch a tent. You've got to go to a specific spot where you've been assigned to pitch your tent, and they... No, nobody's assigning you anything. Oh. But, but because it's a survival 
kind of a venue. Yeah. It's harsh out there in the right. desert. So really, it's about reliance. It's about tribal. It's a tribal kind of a thing. It's like a little bit like Bedouin society. It sounded like Survivor all of a sudden. A little bit like, yeah. yeah. So you have like, you vote people off and some not everyone makes it. <laughs> well, people, people have died. People have been born and died at Burning Man. Is it an equal number on both sides? Um, I, that's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder if it's net positive or net negative. I don't know. Being born at Burning Man doesn't really sound like a good idea to me. Yeah, because you're in the desert. Yes. And it's very sandy. Yes. How do you want sand it's in that hard. area? Well, it's, there are sandstorms sand every mm -hmm. year. It's harsh. Right. So anyway, it's a tribal thing. So you're, you really want to camp with your circle of friends. You don't really want to go by yourself. Right. You don't, you, don't, you don't go by yourself. You get your friends together. and. Is have a caravan, tribe? people do caravans, people circle the RVs. Are these tribes official? Like, do you register yourself yes. as a tribe when yes. you get there? Yes, okay. yeah. so if you go, so anyone who wants can go to burning, um, burningman.org. Mm -hmm. Very, very elaborate website. It's immense. There's They've had 25 years to make it. Hundreds of theme camps every year, hundreds. And someone figured out once that the average theme camp spends more than $10,000. And there are hundreds of them. We're talking a big economic mic, you know, yeah. so subculture. I, you must have to reserve space for your camp. Well, your the, the major theme camps have huge jockeying for position because the, everyone wants to be along the so-called esplanade, mm -hmm. which is the innermost ring. Okay. Okay, that's where the main traffic is along the esplanade. And so as you move from the inner ring to the outer rings, it gets more and more sparse. It's like a real city where in the center it, you have like is, the skyscrapers yes, yes, and then you have the burbs city. in the outside and yeah. the arms. But there's, you know, the main theme is art. And so now, I mean, as of 10 years ago even, there are hundreds and hundreds of major art installations scattered all over the playa that's in the, in the space enclosed by the city. So the city is in the shape of a horseshoe. Uh -huh. it's a, it, it was originally a mile and a half diameter. Now it's two mile diameter. So it's from the outer ring, it's a mile to the man. And so there's a huge amount of space with hundreds and hundreds of art installations. And so the man is in the middle? The man's in the center. The center, yes. okay. And you could, um, you know, being on foot, doesn't get you very far anymore because it's just way too big. So how do you get around? You, well, you pretty much should bring a bike or... You, you can't know. drive your car around, right? No, no, you can't. You could bring an art car, but yeah. there's strict um, approval process for art cars. So how do you bring your tent and your gear in? Oh, well, no, no, no. People, dr no, people drive in, but, but you can't just drive around once you're there. You can drive in to get to your campsite, and wherever you your car. it is. Right beside your tent? Yes. But you can't drive your car yes. around then? Yes. And, and what people do is they, because sandstorms are a, a big deal, what you want to do is like guess where the wind is going to come from and put your tent on the lee side of your uh -huh. van or your RV. Mm -hmm. And, and what, the, what the organized camps do is they will make a big quadrant and have it surrounded by RVs to keep the wind out. Uh -huh. And then they'll have all these, these large covered tent areas and mm. it's like being in a Bedouin village out in the Sahara. Mm. It's really cool. So how do you go to the bathroom? <laughs> porta potties. They have porta potties there? Yes. Do you have to walk far or do they scatter them 
They're all, all over. It's never a problem. Everywhere. And okay. they put, they, they have, um, there's never been a shortage of porta potties. They, they spend their money. You know, Burning Man has a budget in the millions, six okay. million dollar budget, roughly. And so they have lots and lots of porta potties, and the porta potties get cleaned every day or two. Yeah. And there's lots of trucks coming through, and there's trucks spraying water on the on the. Yeah. Are there showers? Not public showers, but all the big camps have showers, and all you have to do is know someone, and you'll mm -hmm. be welcomed to come and use their shower. Okay. Not not really a deal. Not, not Are there water hookups like in the camps, or if they're kind of water, water is all informal by camp. Not so there aren't hookups, mm -hmm. but everybody is sharing. It's it's really a lot about it's number number one. It's about art, uh -huh. but sharing is very high on the list of what it's about. So if you had some art, and you wanted to show it, yes. um, how would that work? You you go there, you set up your tent. Where do you put your art? Some people put their art next to their tent. Mm -hmm. Some people build a theme camp, which is an art pavilion. Some people do a big art installation out on the playa. You know, I ran into Bill Atkinson at Burning Man years ago. He had done a big art installation of his photographic art, and mm -hmm. he just, like, did it all by himself, and he just did it out in the desert. I don't know how many people saw it because it wasn't, you know. Bill's a very famous guy, mm -hmm. but he wasn't really advertising it. It was just out in the desert. And that's the, that's the magic of Burning Man. If you just get on your bike and just go randomly riding around, you will see the most amazing things. Amazing things. So I heard there's, there's no money, there's no commerce in Burning Man. Is that right? Except for coffee and ice. Coffee and ice. And there's a cafe that's 24-hour coffee and ice. No, 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 24-hour coffee and tea and chai and hot chocolate. How do you eat? Well, like I said, there's hundreds of theme camps, and you could... You've you got to know someone, it sounds like. If I, I would say you don't even have chance. to know. You, it's nice to know people, but if you just bring a bowl and a spoon and just go wander around, you will get fed. So people are just giving out yes, free food? Yes, people will give free food, yes. It's kind of miraculous. So if you are homeless, it sounds like a good place to go to. <laughs> yes, and in fact, there was a guy who did a Burning Man art project of literally going with nothing. And in fact, he gave his clothes away, so he was naked. And he was sitting on a blanket naked, uh -huh. and things came to him. People brought him clothing, people brought him food, people brought him gifts. People give him clothing, like, cover up, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, speaking of naked, I hear there's a lot of nakedness at Burning Man compared to, like, San Jose. There, um, well, is yes, that, like, a big is. aspect of it? Is like, because they're artists, they want... It's a fairly big aspect. Why? Because nakedness represents a kind of psychic freedom, which is very much what Burning Man is about. It's, about, it's a kind mm -hmm. of a psychic freedom. And so people just spontaneously take their clothes off. I've even done it myself. You know, however... You, is there like a big worry of burning? You, yeah, yeah, sunburned? because you could. Yeah. yeah, and getting sunburned isn't really fun. And also it gets really cold at night. So... Mm -hmm. So you can't be naked all the time. I'm always amazed how many naked people there are at night and how they're not freezing cold because I have been freezing even with many layers of clothing on. All right. So we've got to stop now for a break. Uh, send us your tweets. When we come back, we'll take your tweets and we'll talk more about Burning Man and Keith and John get it on. See you in a minute. Okay. Ritual break. What's this blinking thing you have on your shirt? Uh, this is the Burning Man project. Mm -hmm. 
And they're not even showing up. The lights are too bright. But um, I have one right here. Another important thing about Burning Man is um, at night, it is unbelievable. It is unbelievable the, the um, profusion of blinky stuff of all types. It's just like, uh, it's like being out in the galaxy of lights everywhere you look. That's really one it's of like the cool... like Vegas kind of in that respect, It right? makes Vegas, <laughs> it, 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 it makes Vegas look like a little tiny campsite. <laughs> it is so huge. It's like the Milky Way. All right, we covered that. <laughs> well, we have co we covered the LSD, did we? You said there's no, <laughs> you said there's no LSD at all. At well, Man, that's what I heard you say. That's an exaggeration. Uh, <laughs> you said sixty thousand people come. Uh, last this year. Hey, keep, turn your cell phones off. <laughs> How long does this break go for? Uh, okay. Wow. So I think covering topics. We've got a few questions left. Um, we got we oh, have some tweets. Wow. Um, okay. Tweetification. So we need to. Uh, I think a PSA is finishing. They're actually. Five, four, three, two. And we're back, and we're here to take your tweets. We have some tweets today. Uh, first one is from Sadeep Dua. I want a headshot. Oh, well then, <laughs> this will be coming to you soon. Uh, another question from Sadeep. Why is your guest wearing lights and you are not? Darn um, good. I think you bought these for me, right? <laughs> yes. And then I didn't know to wear them. Well, How you would I wear them? Because I don't have a, there's not like a strap or anything. You could do that. Yes, that, that's good enough. That's good. Improvising. Good. That's good. Um, can anyone go and see Burning Man? Uh, you need a ticket. You need a ticket. And you need to get there, and it's an arduous journey to get there. I have some questions about that. Um, but I have to think all the tweets we have, so I can just get right into those questions. There is actually tweeting from the playa now. <laughs> Sad to say. They have internet access there? They have cell coverage. Cell now. coverage. Well, it's about time. Okay. Um, so, tickets. How much does a ticket cost? Well, they started out being in the hundreds. That's a lot of money. Fifteen for years ago, it seemed like a lot at the time, and now now they go for four hundred. Four hundred. Yes. So now only the rich people get to go. There are <laughs> there. Um, Burning Man actually actively sponsors starving artists. So there are programs to give tickets to starving artists. There are multiple levels of ticket pricing. That's twenty-four million dollars. They bring in. Well, no, not really that much. But well, I did the math. Um, <laughs> last time I heard about the budget, it was over six million, and that okay. was only a couple years ago. Wow. Um, but and they sell out now, don't they? Yes, I heard this they year they sold out. Yes, they people... sold out last year, and they sold out this year. How soon do they sell out now? Well, it's complicated because they only release waves of tickets in multiple waves. And each wave will sell out, and then there'll be another wave at a higher price, yeah, and then yeah. another wave. And That's how they get you. Yeah. Um, what, so what do they burn? They burn the man. The man. Yes. Is the man just... 
well, like a cardboard cutout this tall? Or no, is it like a ma- huge thing now? Well, the ma- the actual man of the the wooden man, it's packed with dynamite. It's packed with fireworks and explosives and stuff. And the man, the actual man, is maybe only thirty feet tall. Only thirty feet tall. But That's in recent man. years, the man is always on a big superstructure, and so by the time the top of the man is, he always a hundred feet or one hundred fifty. Mm. It's it's a big it's a big thing. All right, we have some pictures to see that uh, my friend Joe took. He was at Burning oh. Man this year. Um, and let's take a look at a few. Uh, so. I don't know if you can see that very well from here. I can't see that well. Uh, so That's, it looks like a art installation of some kind. Yes. In in the sunset sunrise. Oh, people take thousands <laughs> of pictures of art. Okay, I see the next in. one. Here's a. That looks like a sunset. Sunset. That's a sun yeah. right over some big tower. Yes. Yeah. Very nice. Well. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's see the next one. This is a boat. That's like a car. That's that looks actually, like La Contessa. What's La Which La Contessa was a award-winning, now famous Spanish galleon that appeared on the playa about five years ago, and it was actually torched by someone a couple years ago, oh. and the lawsuit finally happened, and they found him not guilty, which is really... That just, sounds bogus to me. It was totally bogus. Yeah. Let's see the next one. Uh, another nice picture of lights. Yes. This is the lights you're talking about. In, uh, it's hard to even convey the so the night the, the 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 man burns on a Saturday night, and after the main burn, everybody we're talking fifty thousand people out there swirling around on the playa, and everybody is wearing lights, and mm-hmm. it is just very psychedelic. Let's see the next picture. Is that the man? That looks like the man. The man that on might top have of a big year. yeah but on top of a big uh, py- pylons. Pylons. And so they burn that whole thing down. Looks like a temple. Yeah. Isn't that bad for the environment? They not only burn it down, they blow it up. <laughs> it's uh, fireworks. People aren't worried about the carbon emissions. Uh, many people have complained about yeah. carbon emissions. You could—that's a topic for rife for discussion. Yeah, that's a very yeah. Okay. Let's see the next picture. We have any more? I. Yeah. I should have noticed what the last picture was. That looks like so McDonald's. It was done. That's a uh, <laughs> piece of art. Uh, looks like spider thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next one. Looks like another picture that looks of like the a mountain. Of the, they have like a chapel or a. There are so thing, many structures. There are just many, many, many structures, and and Temple? it's so it's worth mentioning that um, as of the last ten years, two thousand is when they built the first temple, mm-hmm. and um, the man, the man used to burn on Sunday night, okay, and Monday mm-hmm. is Labor Day. Uh-huh. Okay, and so that was like the closing night of the festival. But as the ma- as the burning of the man got to be bigger and bigger and bigger, they moved that to Saturday night to give people a chance to pack up and leave because uh-huh. of logistical reasons. Mm-hmm. And then the temple started, and David Best was the guy who started building these temples. And he was not a well-known artist. He's kind of an architect as well as an artist. And now the temple burn is on Sunday night, and it is Better than the man burn. All right. It's a very different event. All right. We've got to uh, stop you there. Thanks so much for coming on. Um, right now, it's time for Keith and John Get It On. Woo! Now, if you remember uh, last episode, we had a weigh-in. <laughs> um, and the contest this that month was to see who could uh, lose the most weight. So it's time to go to the scales. The and, scales? Uh, 
The scales for me and Keith. Scales of justice. All right, let me make my way over here. All right, so I'll weigh in first. And we have an officiant here. Uh, Harpreet is going to officiate this because Keith tends to try and cheat. Oh. What? Uh-oh. <laughs> is my cable going to be long enough for this? I think so. Okay. Wait, I'm wearing this blinking light. This is going to put extra weight on Good, I get to wear extra. Oh, it is a scale. Okay, what do you say? Oh, 160 even. 160 even? 160. Oh, this is not good. Because okay. I was 156. Uh-oh. <laughs> and what, what do I weigh? Wow, one, uh, 220 even. Oh, oh! We don't need to do the math on the percentages because clearly I'm a gainer and Keith is a loser. So my four pounds went, your four pounds went to me. Well, that sucks. Keith wins. Oh, sharing genes. Ah. Okay, so now we have the contest for the next Keith and John Get It On. This so. is the worst name ever, by the way. <laughs> I may have mentioned it last month. Yes. But I'm going to mention it every month. I disagree. I love it. I have two index cards. This Yellow. month. That doesn't matter. Uh, we're going to have a penmanship competition. I'm John. It's I Googled. Nice. I'm here with said, Larry Gowan. September is the month That's four. That's what I Googled for. And the first hit was lawn improvement. Wow. Google so sucks. We're, we're each going to write, you know, this sentence on an index card, they're going to pass it around to the audience, and they're going to mark which one they think. Wait, I don't get to judge it? Uh, it's judged by the audience. Then what am I doing here? You're making sure that we write September correctly. is the, the month. I'm erasing. Is erasing allowed? For you lose points for it. I'm not erasing. Great. Your pencils suck. When was the last time either of you wrote anything? <laughs> Long time ago. I'm a typer. It shows. <laughs> a typecaster. Okay, so we're going to pass each of these index cards to the audience with one pencil. And your job is to put a check on one of these cards, just the one that you think is neatest. And then next month, we will announce the winner. Okay, I'm gonna. So I'll have the officiant. I'm gonna attach this to the back of mine, <laughs> just so that just so you can keep them separate. Okay, hang on. I'll pencil. Here's a pencil too. All right. All right. I thought last month's contest was stupid, <laughs> but you've outdone yourself, John. So our next show is going to be on October 11th. Um, now, next month, we've got a great, great guest. We pre-taped this already on Sunday. We have Larry Gowan of the band Sticks on the show. We have a teaser. Let's uh, see a clip from this interview. I'm John, and tonight I'm here with Larry Gowan. That's our tour manager. He's determined to, try to, throw to you out. get me ready with the band right now. And I, I'm going to have to do I should do that, John. Okay, so that was the beginning and the end. So to see all in between, come back next month. All right. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I like the clothes.
Good music.